Hey, welcome to Real Talk Season 2, Episode 98. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. Hey, y'all. Y'all is in you. How you doing? Yeah, y'all is you all, so. That's right. You said you. Anyway, welcome to the Episode <laughs> 98. As I've already mentioned, we're two episodes away from episode 100. We're pretty excited about yeah, it. Yeah, man. Um, as you mentioned last week, we're going to do something mediocre. 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 I can't talk. <laughs> so we look forward to seeing you guys. Uh, stick around. Let's build it up. We have a lot to talk about today. A lot of oh, questions yeah. we didn't get to Lots because of, of live. I want to talk a little bit about live because it was an interesting live. A little bit of re- reflection. Y- yep. And it was a little odd. We'll get to that. But in the meantime, real quick, you guys know the deal. I got to tell you the business and what's... Uh, What this is all about, what's real talk, it's an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between, and hopefully inspire you to think about the real things of life while seeking the truth out in the Word of God. Boom. Up above, below, somewhere in the vicinity of where you're watching this, whether it's Rumble, YouTube, what's the other one? Facebook. Facebook. Uh, Uh, Podcast. Yeah. You will see a link, www.theremnant.live slash real dash talk. If you click that link, it'll go down to the bottom of the page. It'll say submit a question, hit submit, tippity tap your question or topic into the box, hit submit, and it will go into our database live in the moment, completely anonymous. Lee, couldn't find you if we tried. And we have. Right? Absolutely we have. Boom. So if you don't think that we aren't willing to wrestle with some tough questions, well, mm-hmm. I encourage you to go back and watch our Real Talk Live, which we oh, do yeah. weekly. Uh, on Facebook, is that one on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Okay, on oh, YouTube. Yeah. Um, we got so that I was going to say we should put it on Rumble, but it's not not yeah, possible. Yet. Rumble, I don't think Rumble's live yet. So regardless, um, yeah, we are willing to to talk about the tough things, even though at times it's hurtful. <laughs> you know, at times it's hurtful. <laughs> so that's the gist of it. Um, AJ, yeah. Any thoughts you have before we get get diving in? Um. Let's see. Well, I'm excited for this episode, man. I think it's going to be a good one. Um, a lot going on. So we are in a str- legitimately a strange time. Oh yeah, this is a good segue. It's stranger and stranger. Man, for the last year, we're we're mm-hmm. heading up to a year yeah, of man. since quarantine hit and really the world kind of went went haywire for a bit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at least it feels that way. As Christians, we have a viewpoint. You know, certainly God is still God and still King, so that's great. Um, and by the way, not just as Christians. As Christians, we believe that, but I believe that's reality regardless mm-hmm. of whether you believe it. Um, however, I think it's a good segue. What are your thoughts? We haven't really broken this down. This will sort mm-hmm. of be the first time we do this. Okay. What are your thoughts on our recent live last week? Um, I think it's safe to say people came at us. Yeah. A little um, bit. Yeah, I think people kind of came in, came in a little hot. I think they, uh, I don't know, man, it's interesting. When you when you set the tone for an epic like for something, people tend to either either back up or they are just they just come in even hotter, or they come in they come in, you know, fist flying. So you know this last this last live was interesting because I think we opened up a door that honestly, like like you said, like it can be hurtful sometimes, but we also opened up a door for what real talk is. That's really good. You know, we opened up a door for people to to really ask what's really on their mind. I guess. Mm-hmm. Whether that was, are we a cult? Are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, or fair. or um, are we? Yeah. What was what was some of the other ones? Oh, uh, we had uh, a lot of political questions. Yeah, we had a lot of political questions this last this last Thursday. Um, you know, the, go ahead. Sorry. So I think that I don't know, man. I think people we gave people an opportunity to, to I guess, for them to ask us what they really wanted to ask. And for me, even though it was hard at times, and there was times where I was like, man, what do I say here? You know, and it was a challenge for me personally. I think it was a success. Yeah, so I I, I would agree in that sense, okay? So mm-hmm. let everyone know that didn't possibly, because I know we get people listening on the podcast. Yeah. They don't, we don't podcast that. We don't no. do, live is meant to be interactive, so it's primarily on Facebook and YouTube. Yep. Um, you can go to our channel uh, through our Facebook page, and our, we have a YouTube channel as well as The Remnant Church, right? Or is it just The Remnant? Remnant Church. I think it's from the church. Yeah. Um, go to our website at www.theremnant.life. I can kind of lead you there. Anyway, yeah. regardless. So the idea is to have the same kind of vibe as far as interacting with topics and questions, but live. Mm-hmm. Well, we had three primary areas that we sort of, I would say, I wouldn't say got attacked, but certainly were a little more, maybe aggressive is the right word. Yeah. One was political. Mm-hmm. Two was uh, our church. You know, real talk is sponsored by a ministry of, of the Remnant Church here in Whitley County, Indiana. Yep. Um, and, uh, so that being said, the church's response to COVID. And then, of course, we got one cult question. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, the only thing I was looking back and I said, many people, and that's not true, many people don't think that. It's one family. 
right? That has thought that. And mm-hmm. who, by the way, that family still likes and shares all of our stuff, uh, which we'll get to that. So um, they do. That's a mm-hmm. fact. It's weird. So I would say this. Um, I think what's tough is we, we did come in. I went back and watched the beginning, and we made some references to some stuff. Mm-hmm. And our primary we, – we, listen, first of all, we're humans. We have our own viewpoints on things. And part yes. of real talk is – is making it safe to talk about those things. Absolutely. And, you know, when people, I think my biggest problem with it was this idea that because we have differing viewpoints, at least the person assumed we did. Mm-hmm. You know, why do you think this about Trump? And, you know, clearly you have, you make it uncomfortable for people based on your viewpoints. And it's like, that's the problem with the world mm-hmm. is if something's uncomfortable, well, first of all, that it's uncomfortable Let's say that you and I have different viewpoints, even politically. Mm-hmm. That somehow that means we can't be friends or we can't yeah. have discussion. If it's uncomfortable, it's wrong. That's yeah. how they feel. Yeah, and that that disappointed me, mm-hmm. and um, so or it was discouraging a little bit. But I'm glad we got to talk about it. And I'm not sure if that person, because again, it's anonymous, will ever come back. But we we answered the best we could. Yeah. Um, and then of course, where my stance was with this, mm-hmm. and I we touched on this, but I think it's important for people is our biggest talk or our point of all that was the idea of censoring free speech, mm-hmm. you know, and Funter and Clint might give me the glare here soon to not talk about this, but I think this is important, right? We're, we're on social media. Mm-hmm. We're on even now our podcasts, and we're trying to, we're living in a world where we say we want information to be spread freely and people to have viewpoints. It doesn't mean yeah. we have to agree with everything. And I put this out there, listen, and I'm, I'm not the one that's coined this, but I really believe this. There are tons of people in this world whom I do not agree with their viewpoint, their words, or even their worldview. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I probably it's antithesis to everything I stand for. However, I would fight for their right to say it. Yeah. And to have it because That's America exactly, and it's a slippery slope because who determines what is worthy mm-hmm. of being allowed to be put out there? Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I that, like that's the- been my concern, and and they tried to corner us and say if we believe that. I feel like it. Maybe they, their heart wasn't there, but the idea I felt like we were being pressed into a corner to say, if you believe in this, if you're against censorship, then you stand for hate and all these things. And I think that's that's so such dangerous thinking. Absolutely, I'm glad you brought this up because I saw something along the lines of people talking about, you know, people who are on the other side saying sure. that, like, you know, we deserved well, not we, but you know, people who have been outspoken about the election on, yeah. on social media, they were for people getting blocked and stuff, and they said that. You know, and and I guess I see where they're coming from, but I think there's a bigger there's something bigger to look past, which is they said, you know, Twitter, for example, mm-hmm. they said, hey, you know, well, Twitter's a you know it's a private company, so they should be able to remove whoever they want. Okay. I'm like, okay, sure, like that makes sense, but look at the other side. Clearly, it's bias. That's the big part. People don't want to point out the fact that people are saying Trump should die on Twitter. But that's allowed to and say. And it wasn't getting blocked. And, and, and dude, that's a great point. And, and this is this is factual. You guys can look this up yourself. So let's take Twitter as a great mm-hmm. example. So so the problem for me, and I think for you, and a lot, and this idea of censorship is exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. So fine. You want to say you stand against whatever, even if yep. we disagree that what you're labeling as hate and all that is wrong. But you're letting the leaders of other countries literally call for the death of Christians, the death of Americans, and you allow those Twitters to stay active. Yep. And so to me, it's also, I mean, it's its hard not to believe that there is a bias against a certain individual. Absolutely. And you're just using the idea of, quote, hate speech, which you've defined, by the way, um, as, as the excuse to mm-hmm. censor what you don't believe in. Right? right. Does look that make the, sense? Absolutely. Yeah, look at the difference. Oh, I, I believe there's a rigged election blocked. I think Trump should die. I'm gonna be. I can stay on. Yeah. It's such a big difference. Like yeah. it's crazy to me. And people, for some reason, don't want to believe that. Let's say you and I right now, we're not even giving a political viewpoint on whether that. What we're literally. And if you're if you're choosing to believe that, despite what we're saying, mm-hmm. then you're being kind of arrogant because you're telling us what we mean mm-hmm. when we're telling you what we mean yep. by what we say. So certainly, I'm not gonna sit here and lie that I don't have my own political leanings or viewpoints. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty obvious if you listen, you know, I would be considered conservative probably based yeah. on the the popular views of that, mm-hmm. uh, of political or, I mean, I'm sorry, of, uh, quote, progressive or conservative, et cetera. Yeah. Liberal or whatever. But I'm telling you right now, my biggest thing is, and I've said this from the beginning, a lot of the things that I, I personally find concerning, mm-hmm. I would be saying the same thing if it were the other way around. 
Exactly. Because otherwise, America does not stand for what it says it stands mm-hmm. for. We've said this for a long time. This whole issue is, is not, it's not, it's not, it's not. It should not be partisan. Yeah, it's exactly. Not. And, you know, I think looking, it's just frustrating. Well, and we were told too, <laughs> right? You need to separate. I mean, one of the questions was you need to separate church and state. And it's like, listen, this is real talk. Absolutely. You know, God, I said this on live. God doesn't look down and see us as Republicans or Democrats or independents mm-hmm. or moderates. He sees us as his children. Absolutely. And that is the message. And you can't tell me that I don't believe or love people that view differently than me just because you don't like what I believe. Mm-hmm. The bottom, what you think I believe, by the way, I've never come out and flat out said. Yep. Um, but bottom line is, I certainly believe that. You know, God doesn't view us that way. We separate ourselves. Um, but also, we, we believe that... The, if you really think about it, we've never said this, but the idea of real talk is is in a weird way against censorship in general. It's the idea that we should be free to discuss yes. the real things of life Absolutely. to figure out the truth, right? And, yes. and clearly our aim is to get people talking about more than politics and more than that stuff, which is God and life and yes. what, what does all this mean? But, you know, part of that, we live in the world. And part mm-hmm. of that is we, for us to stay silent and during the midst of that isn't real talk, I guess. Mm, does that I make sense? I don't think so. I'm with you yeah. 100%. And honestly, when it comes to, you know, these big companies that, you know, this, these social media platforms, sure. you know, I think that honestly, I would be okay if they would, if they would just come out and say, yes, we are biased towards that side. Yeah. I would be okay because with you that are then. a private company. Yeah. Yeah. I so agree why don't you that. just say it? But instead you try to, you try to put out this stance of like, no, man, we're in the middle mm-hmm. and we are a platform that doesn't, you know, you can say whatever mm-hmm. you want, you know, and it's like, it's not true, man. It's not true. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I'm with you. I'm with you hundred percent. So I guess if you guys are listening and watching, we're not going to, we're not going to shy away from talking about the mm-hmm. topics of the day. We've done this since quarantine came. Um, and I don't, it doesn't matter what you think. You know, if you're a person who's saying we are being hateful when I'm telling you we're not, who's really being hateful and divisive. It's not us. I can tell you right now, if you're watching this and you know, you Maybe you are on the other side of the political spectrum mm-hmm. than what you think we are. And maybe you're right. We still love you. And God Absolutely. still loves you. And w- the bottom line is we can still be friends and we can still learn from each other and we can still have conversations. And that's what we're trying to say. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was fired up about last week was the idea that someone gets to determine what's a valuable thought to share. And, and the danger in that is who determines that? Who determines what is uh, okay to discuss. Mm-hmm. And when you start allowing, whether it's big tech, government, whatever, to determine what you're allowed to talk about or dictate, mm-hmm. that's a very slippery slope. And as I said before, just because the side you don't like is now the one being told they can't talk, it doesn't mean that that's not going to come back towards mm-hmm. you a different time. We should yep. all be concerned about that, right? I want to learn. And I've said this before. I will have discussions with people of different, even religions and belief systems, as long as they're truly open to learning yeah. and, and open to having that dialogue. Um, does that make sense? Absolutely. That's my thoughts on it. I'm, I'm with you, man. I think there's, this, there's, like you said, there's a difference. I think people, for some reason, you know, coming from, you know, our, like you said, to go back to our side of the spectrum, like you said, leaning more towards conservative, you know, and us wanting to protect our freedom of speech in America, you know, when people were initially going crazy on all these social media platforms about Trump being the worst president ever and saying, oh, hey, you know, impeach, 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 you know what, like, and I'm sure you can agree with this, I was never upset with the fact they said it, because that's the right as an Absolutely. American. That, that is their opinion. Sure. It's more of where, why do you have a Why? Mm-hmm. You have a reason, and that's where we would get frustrated because people never would. But that's a, there's a difference there. We're not saying block. No, of course not. We're saying give us a reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and if you're watching, you're one of the people asking these questions. It, it's, it gives us a chance to go a little deeper too. Yeah. So let's jump to the COVID question. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of questioning. We had someone that said, and this is paraphrasing. Um, I came to your. We came to your church again. Real Talks is sponsored by our church. Yep. Uh, we came to your church. Really enjoyed it. Uh, but have been very disappointed in your response to COVID epidemic. Again, yeah. at this point, still don't really have an issue. That's an opinion and that's a viewpoint. But then they they made this claim at the end that says, it really dis- saddens me that you don't care about people, mm-hmm. that you don't love people. What a huge jump 
Yep. You know, so first of all, I'm not going to relate again what we have and do and do not do as far as the COVID response. We certainly have. We have changed the way we do things. Absolutely. Yes or no? Yes, we have. We we clean differently. We disinfect more often differently. I mean, we go on and on. There's masks provided. There's space for people to socially distance if they choose to do so. All these other things. Um, it doesn't really matter. The point is, I didn't have a problem with the idea that, you know, that's the real talk. You should do more. You shouldn't. But when it won't it. That's the problem with the world. They want to tell us there's a huge jump. Sorry if I'm all over the place. I'm trying to put this into words. Mm -hmm. There's a huge jump from here's what's happening to here's, here's what you think and your motives. And that's what's scary is if it, for all of us is you've got to be careful not to put motives on people. Mm. So it's okay to question you, but true open-mindedness and true love and real talk is bring up this, the, the question – the concern and allow you to respond without putting on you your the motive, right? Because then I make you defensive, right? So it's like saying, "Hey AJ, let's say you offended me, yeah, or you hurt my feelings." Hey AJ, it 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 bothered me when you didn't call me back. Why do you hate people, or why yeah, do you hate me? Yeah, you see what I'm that, saying? I immediately I make you go, "What? What? Yep. What?" Yep. As opposed to the real issue is you didn't like that I didn't call, but now you've muddied the waters, mm -hmm. or I didn't like that you didn't call, but now I've muddied the waters because I've made on top of that told you what you're doing, yep. which is you hate me. Mm -hmm. That's that's it. I don't know, man. It's that my concern is how we are being divided, and even take out politics. I think culture is doing that. Mm -hmm. Culture is telling us to be God and to determine what people's motives are. Hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Fun yeah, term. Does that make you. any sense? Yeah, he, he kind of helps us know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we go on our tangents. I didn't mean to ramble on that, but does that make sense? It's kind of a deep thought, but oh, yeah, my dude. big thing is you can't, it's it's so foolish to tell people why they're doing something. Ask questions. Yeah. And then be willing to hear the answers. It's It makes, it's loaded at that point. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's loaded. Like you, you've already, you've already made the decision. You're just getting the talking part out of the way. <laughs> Like, mm -hmm. you know, for example, like, like you said, you, you can relate this even back to just Christians if you want. Like, you know, when it says to go to your brother when some, when you've, when, you know, when you've been wronged, mm -hmm. you know, if you're going at it with that mentality, you've all, it's, you've already loaded, you're going into it loaded. You've already made your decision on where you stand with it. You're just you're taking doing, away opportunity yeah. for them to explain you or have. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess guys, what we're saying is when you talk to people and have issues, you know, Ask questions and be willing to hear the answer. Be willing yep. to hear that there was a misunderstanding. Be willing to hear that the motive wasn't what you thought. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes people can do things and hurt you without their motive being wrong. Mm -hmm. Right? And sometimes we want to demonize people and make people the villain in our story. Yep. Right? We can't just make it, hey, you didn't call me. Let you respond. And maybe you will apologize. Like, you know what, man? I should have. No, I got to make you a villain. Yep. You did it intentionally. And you didn't want to You wanted to hurt me. Culture has shaped that so well because... That's what we expect now from people to the point where if people do it a different way, we almost feel even more suspicious of their motives. That's so good, man. It's so true. So that's <laughs> kind of where we were at, I think. I don't know what your other thoughts are. And then, you know, again, we've talked about this so many times about cult. Mm -hmm. You know, we have one family here, uh, two people. Literally, I've heard from two people. One is from one family who, by the way, if I really boil it down to – Big is a supporter of us. Got hurt by their own child kid who goes here. By the way, the kid's an adult mm -hmm. and just kind of jumped and tried to hurt them, which we've all done, right? You, you try to hurt them where it hurts. Sure. If I want to hurt you, I'm going to question what you're. Mm -hmm. And then that same person now shares her stuff, says thank you so much, you know all this stuff. So I forgive that because I know it's human. The pro one one lesson to take from it is you got to be careful what you say because it can get taken and ran it's that old idea of like if i tear a feather pillow up on a rooftop i can't ever put all those feathers back in because they're flying all over mm. and then the other was a guy i don't like the guy i'll just be completely real with you who just made up a story about yep. our men's group and claimed that we have levels and just mm -hmm. weird stuff so yeah really weird i don't know why we get and get that question all the time and it's so dangerous because real cults out there they become normalized yep because we say we we call any church that we don't like and we say it's cultish. Cult, yep. When I moved to this city, I worked for a nonprofit that worked with a lot of different churches. Yep. I cannot tell how many times I heard from someone that this church is a cult and that church is. And it's like, Jeez. man, it's just, I'm, I'm being serious yeah. about that. And it's funny because that's just so silly and foolish. Yeah, man, that's just a, that's something you shouldn't throw around. 
Yeah, you really shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. You know, you and dilute like, the word. Yeah, exactly. You dilute it, and then it makes, like you said, it makes it more normalized for real cults out there to just exist and just prosper. Honestly, yeah, because they're gonna go. Well, everybody says that. Yeah, we're all yeah. a cult. <laughs> and like I said, and I've challenged people. Go, I've done this. Go type in whatever pastor, maybe famous church you like, and type the word cult and watch I'm and sure see that somebody's calling there, right? them. I always point this out. You know, John MacArthur is considered one of the most conservative, solid, bib- whether you agree with everything he says or not, solid biblical teacher, John Piper, and somebody out there has called them a cult, <laughs> like cult leader or whatever, cult tendencies. You know, it's just, it's, it's a way, it's a weapon that's used in Christianity and by the world because they know that true believers don't want to ever come across that way. Yep. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So I hate to bring this up again. If you're on live... You're probably like, why are you guys beating a dead horse? I think it was important to, in case someone goes back and listens, you know, I don't know. We've had time to think about it, and I guess we just want to address it and let people know because I, I had a lot of people reach out to me after that and be like, man, it felt like it went, that was really, aggra- not f- it was aggressive, and people came at you guys, and it was tough to watch, and, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes that happens, and it's true, but bottom line is we did say this is real talk. Absolutely. And maybe it's right or wrong, but you know this. Once we started getting those tough ones, I just I was like, fine, we're in. Yep. Let's, you know, we that, wanna, exactly. And, yeah. and I'm okay with that. And that that's why honestly I deemed it a success because it let again, we created a we have made a show. We've mm-hmm. made a place where people can come and ask those real questions. Exactly. Dude, that's a great point. So because if, if think, we start do you to think Joe Schmoe's gonna go do big big old church of whatever and say and ask well or, or tell them hey i think you've handled covid wrong no usually not and and by the way <laughs> every church handles it wrong right the ones that are really the, according to someone mm-hmm. the ones that are really strict as far as they're still closed down people are judging them yep. people are judging the people that are open people it's just i don't know you, you have to trust you got to be prayerful in your decisions and as church leaders and pastors, and I feel so much being in it. I feel so much sympathy and empathy for pastors out there because what a tough time it's to a hard try to time. spiritually when you're being told either way that you're not either loving God or you're not loving people. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Because that's really what it boils down to, right? The ones that criticize those that aren't open is pretty much like you don't love and trust God enough. The ones that are open, you don't love people enough. So one way or the other, you're being challenged that you don't follow mm-hmm. one of the two greatest commandments. <laughs> Anyway, guys, just I guess what we'd say take from that is, you know, always be willing to ask questions and to seek reconciliation and Mm. to give people an opportunity to respond. Just be careful that you're not putting you're not giving the answer before you ask. That makes sense. Yeah. But you're not asking a question, but only accepting one answer. Yep. That's good, man. Anyway. How's your week been? (laughs) We'll see. So I think I've had a pretty solid week. I uh been reading through John, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And I and I, it's been like one of those things where I'll. Are you talking about the Gospel of John? Yeah, the Gospel yeah. of John, and um, it's really good. You know, every time I read Jesus, it's just it, it's different. It's good. Man. <laughs> and so, the way I've been reading it is I haven't necessarily just been going like chapter, you know, one, two, three, four. I've been going and looking at moments. That's cool. And like. That I and because I even brought some up earlier, earlier, mm-hmm. you know, and was asking questions about it because, you know, one thing that's been on my mind lately is just how people reacted to some of the things Jesus said back then. And it makes <laughs> me, it makes me put, I try to put myself in that in that in that spot, and I go, man, like, what would I have done? <laughs> how would I have reacted? You know, I know earlier before we came on, I was asking about Peter. You know, when when Jesus initially, you know, warns him that you're going to deny me three times, and right before. He, Jesus told him, and he said, I'll never leave you, you know, and, you know, and he says that. It makes me go, like, what would I have done in that moment? Would I have just, like, stared at him, like, or, like, would I have been, like, no, like, like, like what would I have done, you know, so. It, you and, probably would have been offended. That would be hurtful, right? Yeah, you know, but, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. And, and also just hearing the way Jesus just speaks is so mm. powerful because, you know, people, people paint Jesus in today's society like, buddy Jesus, but that guy was bold. And he would say some things that, like you said, you know, it would cause crowds to want to kill him, you know, but it was truth, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't know, man, it, it makes me, when I, when I read what he speaks to people, it makes me want to be more bold. Mm. You know, it makes me want to, because 
when I think about Jesus, he lived a perfect sinless life. Mm. And look at the, some of the stuff he said that was not considered sin, man. That was, you know, that was passion. That was truth. And so it goes, man, I get so, I'm so, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, man, what is it? Not, <laughs> for some reason, the word brittle's coming to mind, but uh, it's not the word I'm wanting to use, but it's what I'll use since I can't think of anything else. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm very, I'm very brittle when it comes to speaking truth and like not, um, kind of, uh, anxious about it or shy or like um, hesitant. Hesitant's a better word probably. Skittish maybe. Skittish. There that's Yeah. Good. Skittish. Yeah. Just a little skittish about like, you know, being bold and, you know, there's times where I can see opportunities and I don't take them because I get that, you know, I get skittish and I don't don't want to ruffle feathers too much or, you know, whatever, you know, or or I get scared that I'm going to say something and I'm going to go way out of left field and, you know, I'm going to either say something wrong or I'm going to come in way too harsh, you know, and hurt somebody, you know, and not, you know, they won't feel the love that I'm trying to express. Yeah, sure. You know, so I get worried about that sometimes and I think that that can that can run me sometimes. And if I get caught in that, I find myself constantly running away from that stuff, which is not healthy. Um, which is, I mean, it's good that I see it because then I know like, okay, I can, I can recognize it and I can try to move past it in those moments, you know, and sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. And uh, I don't know. It was cool because in the midst of that, I also realized how, how much weight leadership comes, like mm. what, what, how much leadership comes, with how much weight it is. <laughs> can't speak but um so that was cool because you know having that rec realization of man like how real it is you know it made me scared but it also made me go man like i've done you know i've done so much since i've claimed to be a christian and you know i met jesus i've done so much and i guess i forget you know where i've come from sometimes and mm. i beat myself up a lot because i feel like i'm you know i'm i'm more you know in the back of the pack than you know, in the middle or the front, you know, I always feel like I'm the one that's dead last dragon and everyone's trying to pull me with them, you know? So, um, I guess I'm just trying to remember where I've come from and the transformation that is, that has occurred <laughs> and how cool it is and, you know, what a testimony that is and not, I don't want to take my life and make it less impactful because of the way I view myself. You know, I can, I have, you know, God has used me before to help, you know, to for people to see Jesus, and he'll continue to do that, but I don't want to dampen that impact because of my view of myself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know, so I'm trying to keep that in mind throughout the weeks, you know, and this last week, I think I did a pretty okay, you know, I was it. Was it this? No, it was last week when I saw the lady in Walmart. I think I already talked about that. But that was a cool moment, too, and it kind of sparked me to feel a little more bold and, like, you know, just trying to do a couple more things, you know, and I don't know. I want to look for opportunities to love people. You know, that's one of our things that we're supposed to, you know, that that's that's such a big thing that we don't do so often that we, that we should do. You know, it, you know, the Bible tells us to do that. Look for opportunities to love people, you know, show them Jesus, you know. You, you know, showing people Jesus isn't just saying, do you know Jesus? It's just the, it's the small things, too. Mm. You know, loving people, people who don't know Jesus. You know, you can't just go, do you know Jesus? You know, because they're going to be mad and confused, you know. So, yeah, I guess it for my mind it's been good because I I've been I'm pondering all this stuff, which is always good. You know, when you're mm -hmm. not thinking about it, that's when it gets dangerous. Because then, what are you thinking about? <laughs> so, that's a good point. <laughs> I had a similar kind of uh, was speaking with someone the other day, and they they said somewhat similar to you was just this. You know, I'm not, I'm messed up. Mm -hmm. I'm I can't get right. Is I can't do this. I can't. I try, but I can't ever be good you know whatever and i i, I need to ponder this and write because mm -hmm. i've mentioned it many times on the show and you and i've had this kind of talk a little bit but it's hard i don't think i've fully filled out the thought but man we are hindered so much by our self-doubt and our self-hatred it's true man and you know i don't think i don't know if it's because we have a culture that glorifies sin within the church like we we glorify pointing out our faults, yeah, right. The best Christians are the ones who self hate the most. 
Yeah. I'm never allowed to be okay with where I'm at because that's arrogant or that's... It's so true, man. And it's an odd It's an odd. It thing. is odd because... And, and it still strikes me because there is... You're right, man. Like, I think that's where my mind goes. Mm-hmm. My mind immediately goes to you don't deserve it. You suck. Rather, other than, rather than, you know, I'm saved. Mm. I have the Holy Spirit. Mm. You know, Jesus, you know, Jesus gave me this power. I can do this. You mm-hmm. know, instead, it's more like you don't deserve to be here. Um, you know, why didn't you do this? You know, it's because you don't believe. Or just all this junk, man. The enemy, dude. He's. It's dangerous. Yeah, I think. Um, John Eldridge said this quote a long time ago uh, in Wild at Heart, I believe, and I really like it. And it's not direct from the Bible, but I think there's some truth to it. And it is, the story of your life is the story of the long and brutal assault on your heart by the one who knows what you can be and fears it. <laughs> and, you know, God's people that walk in purpose and in confidence in their identity, that is a dangerous person, right, mm-hmm. to the enemy and to, to a world that's filled with hate and evil. So I think it's pretty... I think you're right man and uh as far as it's just so hard sometimes to see outside of that especially when i think sometimes our christian culture we can again glorify you, you're most godly when you hate yourself which is yeah. which is not biblical no, it's complete opposite <laughs> so anyway but yeah so i guess you know if if i know you guys sometimes you'll ask on live like what can we pray for you guys you know i guess one thing you can pray for me is to just keep you know keep keep that that mindset of you know once you know when i grab it i you know pray that i can keep it as long as possible you know because mm-hmm. unfortunately you know with us being humans it tends to you know it, it comes and goes but you know keep that mindset of you know i have the whole you know the, the the good side not the bad side of you know doubting yourself but instead be walking confidently like you said so um anyways how's your week mm-hmm. been todd um, it's been okay, I would say. I think uh, trying to, yeah, it's been okay. I guess that's the best way, that's all I really can say about it. Um, mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me, so sorry. Um, yeah, it's been, I'm trying to think of anything particular. I think sometimes, the only the only interesting thing I've kind of pondered is sometimes the idea that, you know, if if you that we can just feel separated from the idea where Jesus said, "You think I've come to bring peace? I've come to bring the sword, mm. and I'll turn family against family." And I know sometimes I feel that way. I feel separated from my family. I feel kind of like a black sheep in some ways because my beliefs. Mm-hmm. They, you know, the majority of my family, vast majority of my family, are not believers. Yeah, and um, so yeah, it's not like they're mean to me or anything. But I just always feel separated, and I get that. Some of that is. From them, and some of it's probably from me because I don't want to take, you know, be. I don't know. It just feels like there's this separation sometimes. I, I felt that more and more with my mm-hmm. family the longer I've been a Christian. So, so that's kind of the sad thing. The positive thing, not sad, just something to think about and accept. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really make me sad because I think that's where, you know, having your brothers and sisters in Christ is such a blessing because you have that family still, lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like. It's funny sometimes how people are. They feel like it's one or the other. You know, I, one of the things that I struggle with is whenever I say things like that, what I just said, and maybe because of my own life, there's this idea sometimes that I think it's good to cut your family out or I mm-hmm. think you should cut your family out and you should. I don't think that. No. You know? And it's funny how we, we're such extremists as human beings. We want to like... We want to have a black, black and white. There is things that are black and white, but we want this like extreme view of everything. Yeah. And and uh, so on the one hand, it's like family over everything all the time. Yeah. And the other one is you should cut your family out in your church. Like both of those extremes are not good. And ideally, it's the same, right? You, they shouldn't always collide. Um, but just that idea of like making sure that I want to make sure. I love family. I love marriage. I love. Um, kids i think they're a huge blessing i think scripture talks about that we have a lot of new moms in the church and i've been pondering a lot lately <laughs> about making sure they know that one of the, that that their new job as a mother is is literally a blessing from god yeah um and that they will have probably possibly the single most important 
voice in the life of their child. And what an awesome honor and opportunity that is. And just thinking of ways to encourage family and yeah. encourage kids and to all those kinds of things. All right, motherhood and parenthood. Mm -hmm. and so Does that true, make man. sense? No, it These does are just random sense. things in the and, and, and I think I, I can help encourage you, man, in that, especially in the whole family thing, because I know I know you've had to deal with, you know, a lot of people thinking that you you think that way. A lot of people, for some reason, do think like you, that you don't like families or something, and, like, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I know. It? And, you know, I think this is why I love you, and I think this is why people – People don't get it, but I, I do. And it's it's not the fact that you don't love families and you don't love kids, you don't love parenthood and all this stuff. It's that it's when people use that stuff as excuses, you know, to not be there or, you know, to do other things. You know, it's, it's not it's, follow the fate. Yeah. yeah, exactly, man. Like like when they use when they use, you know, a marriage as an excuse to not have community. And that kind of or stuff. Or to not fall, yeah. You know, yeah. and and I think you've you've expressed that so many times, but I still don't. I, I feel like people don't get it. It's because you are a very perceptive person, hmm. and you can and you know you've God's given you a gift of discernment, and you can tell when people are using it as a as an excuse instead of you know they want to. That's mm. the thing. It's it's weird because I think you know you have this good sense of when people can you know, and I'm people do this. This we're human. You know, people will use that as an excuse to not do stuff, but they're also still not putting everything in where they're going either. It's mm. weird. It's a weird dynamic, I think. Yeah, I think because I ask questions, it yeah. can people get upset sometimes, mm -hmm. or not just me in general. So I just think, I, I don't know, I've been struck lately. I'm just so thankful. Mm -hmm. It's funny. Thank you, for by the way, for the encouragement. I appreciate yeah, that. Absolutely. For, for seeing my heart in that. But it's not even... The other positive side of it is, sorry, guys, this is all over the place. It's real talk. We don't edit this. And real we don't, talk. But I think it's been neat to see, you know, our church has been around, it's been seven years now since the official beginning, but we've only been in our own building for two, <laughs> and which is wild. Yeah. Um, it's interesting to see us kind of transition to the next stage, right, where we had, you know, new families, people getting married. We had so many marriages, so, so exciting to be a part of and to watch new it's families wild, grow and to see families, you know, to see children being born here and I you know, it's just exciting times and such. Sometimes I don't think I let myself sit back and appreciate what an awesome thing to be a part of. You know, it is kind of surreal. I don't yeah. think about it myself. A lot mm -hmm. of these people that have kids and our parents, I knew them before, which is weird. Well, they guess even married some of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's so crazy. Pretty neat, man. <laughs> so yeah, overall, I think, uh, that's, I'm doing okay. Weird times. It's, it's, also making sure, if you guys want to know personally my own faith journey, making sure that, that in the midst of the world, because I'm a, I've been called a, quote, justice, right? I went to counseling. He said, mm -hmm. you're a justice, Todd. It's like I always want to see justice done, and justice. there's dangers to that if I think I'm the only one that knows what it is. But sometimes I can get caught up in the big things that I want to fix, and I always want to make sure that I'm keeping my eyes on Jesus, that first and foremost, my identity as a, as a, as a believer in Christ, as Christ, right, in him and he in mm -hmm. me, is over every other identity, and making sure I don't let the world or my own issues cloud that, right? Because I said it in a post last week, and I'll say it right now. You know, it doesn't matter an election. doesn't matter anything that's going on. My king is still king, and no one's ever going to remove Amen. him from that. And that this is where our belief really shows itself. In the midst of chaos, do you believe God still reigns? And we have this idea. So one of the dangers sometimes in America is we have this, this concept that you know, there's no promise that America, I don't mean to scare anyone, is going to be America until Jesus comes back. We don't know that. We mm -hmm. don't know that. And um, it's very egocentric to think that, to think that the kingdom, I don't know, is only America, right? Yeah. And so it's interesting as we, we go through all this to think about what we really believe about the kingdom of God and what Jesus said and when he talks about trials and tribulations and wars and and you know, all those kinds of things, false teachings and people wanting, not wanting to hear truth of, of Christ. Yeah. You start to see it in a different light and make sure you stay focused on, on real kingdom work. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I don't know, man. I'm yeah. probably all over the place, but it is what it is. <laughs> so you want to dive into some questions? Hey, let's get it. Do a couple. How long have we been on here today, old Clintonius pilot? Clintonius pilot. All right, so maybe only, we probably won't do all these. Yeah. Hey, number one, why is it so hard to teach people the joy and blessing of giving to the church? Um, did we talk about this, actually? Skip it. I think we answered this on uh, I, think, I think that's the only one we answered. You're right. I think so nice. I'll go to number two. Yeah. What does your church do 
to help new Christians grow in their faith? We got one similar to this, but mm-hmm. it's not the exact question. So, what does your church do to help new Christians grow in their faith? So this is a process that I think we've been trying to we've been trying to go you know figure out for a while. You know, I think one of the cool things that we did was we had a new believers class, which was super cool. We, you know, we have our annual baptism service, and anybody that got baptized, and honestly, just anybody else who wanted to come, um, they could. And it was, it was, I think, like four, five, maybe six weeks. Mm-hmm. Super cool because you know it went in depth, our foundations you know? class, yeah, yeah, foundations class. That's what it was called. And uh, <coughs> you know, Excuse shout out so to sorry. Tim, Tim for leading that. That was awesome, man. Um, and you know, Todd, well done. You know, you're in there giving your input too. It was, it was awesome. I loved it. I, I went to it and I learned a lot of stuff. It was really cool. And people got to have just cool discussions about what they believed. And, you know, and it was just all like foundations. It was about, you know, it was, it just got to the core of what Christianity is and what you, what you say you're believing. Yeah. So that was really cool. And I think that helped people that helped, sure. you know, people understand, you know, more about what they were, you know, what they were believing, you know, what they were, I guess, uh, what they were, I guess, Claiming to believe. There you go. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And, man, I think, you know, this is something that we've been convicted about, but I think it's something that we're still, we're special at, and I think we just want to get back to being even more special is is outreach. You know, we have a lot of very uh, passionate, you know, people in our congregation who love to invite people, whether that's to, you know, basketball or whether that's to a service or, you know, to life groups. You know, I think our our congregation is so special in that. And, you know, we're a community-focused, you know, church. And when we do that, that gives us opportunities to invite people in and, you know, see what, you know, see what this is all about. So mm-hmm. I think that's how we, do, you know, I think we do a good job of doing that. So, uh, and, yeah. and again, you know, like I said, I think, you know, we're, we've went through a season of, you know, struggling in some areas of, you know, feeling a little stagnant in that. But, you know, I think overall, you know, we've done great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say we definitely agree with you. We have areas to grow in general. Like, yeah. the last year has been tough on a lot of, I don't know, our mindset sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, w- I like what you said. You actually brought up a few things that I probably wouldn't have thought of. The first thing we do, you know, if a new believer is we give them a Bible because that's what they need yes. most. But what I like about that is we do have a foundations class you know, six weeks of really going through the basics of what you are claiming to believe as a Christian, mm-hmm. all the way from what is salvation and what is it, what's process, what is what is the Bible, why do we read it, you know, who is Jesus, uh, beyond like what, all these things, what did he accomplish and what is the church and all kinds of cool stuff. Oh, so that, that's cool, been great. Um, we also, I like what you said, and I, I didn't think of it this way, but, you know, what I think that we do maybe best in some ways um, although, again, is the idea, you know, faith, evangelism, or like helping new believers grow, the, the primary thing to do is to get them discipled and mentored. And the way to do that is to invite them into community where they're surrounded by yep. that kind of of people on the same mission. Yep. So I, a lot of what we do is sort of organic in the sense that there's just opportunities to invite them to be around other believers. So Absolutely, we man. have life groups which not everyone takes advantage of, but it's an opportunity to really dig in and grow with a specific group of people for a, for a set oh, amount yes. of time, right? And mm-hmm. really dig into some of that. We have basketball, which sounds silly, but you're inviting people into mm-hmm. community in that way. You know, we just have a lot of opportunities for it to organically happen. And then one of the things I am proud of our, for our church is the culture we've set where it's, it's, it's a lifestyle and, and trying to invite people in discipleship organically, right? So yep. I think that's good. Um, you know, real talk sounds yeah, crazy, that's but true. this part partially grew out of the opportunity to give people the chance to ask those questions in their faith. So I don't know if that answers your question, but there's certainly other areas we can grow in and keep growing in. But that's that's the gist of it. Awesome. Um. All right. So it says next question in Matthew six, Jesus talks about different Christians uh, practicing. Oh, sorry, different Christian practices. And says to make sure that we are doing things in secret, and surely we will then be rewarded. I assume he says this in a as a heart issue of potential pride. I think of leading by example for your kids and others you are around that isn't in private. Sorry, no, you're okay. Uh, could this be in the same category? That was a little jumbly. I'm sorry. He didn't. <laughs> Is it the question is, or your reading of it? My reading of it, sorry. My reading this of guy. it. This <laughs> guy. Um, the only thing I can think of from chapter 6 is 
He's talking about fasting. Whenever you're fast, don't be sad-faced like the hypocrites, for they make their faces unattractive, so their fasting is obvious to people. I assure you they've got their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your face and wash your face so that you don't show your fasting to people. It's your father's secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Um, and then up on the, the beginning of it, it does say at the beginning of 6, be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of people to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your father in heaven. So whatever you... Give to the poor, don't sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be applauded by people. I assure you, they've got the reward. But when you give to the poor, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be given a secret and your father who sees in secret rewards you. Essentially what that's saying is it's not like you can't ever let, it's a sin to be like, yeah, I give some money. Mm -hmm. It's a heart issue. You know, Jesus is always, almost always talking about a heart. And it's like, check yourself that you're not doing these practices to be seen as religious, but you're, you're, so that you can get a reward and be looked at as righteous, but you're doing it. But true love and giving is not done for the earthly rewards you get, but are done because of our father to tell our father and yeah. to do good things. Does that make sense? So it's a okay. hard issue. You seem confused. So I don't read their, their question. I know what they're asking. Okay. Because the father thing like that, I, I, the best way to answer the question is to tell you what the meaning of the verse is. Gotcha. So the question that's attached to it, you can hand that to me if you want. Yeah, here you go. Um, because I didn't know. Uh, I think of leading by example for your kids and others you're around. That isn't in private. Could this be in the same category? I don't really underst fully understand that part of the question. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, I, I would say you say, I assume he says this as a hard issue of potential pride. Yes. And the idea of, you know, you're not doing it just to be seen. You're doing it. Um, to honor God and to love people. Okay. Don't become, you know, because he always made the comparison to the Pharisees who did things to be given honor. It was never about honoring God. It was about honoring self, self-glorification. Gotcha. That I'm makes sense? You. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense now. I was just a little. That's, no, that's all right. I'm sorry. I wanted to see these. Sure. Um, I think I have another one. Yeah, we two. got some more. Yeah, no, yeah, we... Maybe two more. Okay. So we don't keep it too long. All right. Don't want to talk to us. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear us for too long. Uh, <laughs> um, this one says, "Let's." There's a lot, guys. If we, if you've asked the question, hasn't been answered yet. Stick with us. We will continue to answer. Absolutely. Them. Um, yeah, because we've got a huge influx now. What do you feel? Oh, no, that's it's you. You're going to ask that. Sorry, forgot. Uh, rich man's last words to his sons. Don't wait, don't wait, don't wait to tell them about Jesus. Your thoughts? Um, I think that it's surreal. Um, you know, the talks about the rich man, you know, how he was a good follower of Jesus, and Jesus even said, hey, like, you've done well. Just uh, just need you to, you know, sell all your belongings. And he walked away sad because he just he didn't want to give it up. And, you know, it's crazy how what he experienced afterwards, he realized the, the reality of what he was in and, you know, I I like the idea of him saying that. You know, what what good advice to somebody who's still around to do it? You know, don't wait because you never know when you're going to have another opportunity. So, I yeah, like I think it, we we had that question a few weeks ago about the guy who said his life so much wasted time. Mm -hmm. I, for me, I always just think about the idea that life is short and yep. everything we do, regardless of what we do, let's make it count because it's so easy. We've talked about this so many times to get caught up in the the grind. Yep. You know, so I agree with you on that. I think it's just what's really important in life, and let's mm -hmm. make those things the most important. Absolutely. You know, that, yeah, that's so good. I love that because I think we so often just get caught up in, in the motions, and we forget what we're even about sometimes. We're just kind of like, ooh, days go by, and we just kind of float around, and we forget, like, though we claim to believe this, but we don't act like it in the slightest. So, <laughs> um, so this will be the last one. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Um, what do you feel is a good length of time to court slash date and, and then get married? This is a great question. And it's one of those things where I would say, do as I say, not as I've done. Mm -hmm. Um, the older I've got, the more I have realized that the modern perception of dating is dangerous to a degree, like, mm -hmm. or it kind of silly, um, I don't necessarily know if there's a feeling. What I've told the guy, what I've talked to you guys about yeah. is what I would say from my experience. And, and biblically, they did it completely different um, than we do nowadays. But in our, in our times, I would say this. I'm not sure there's a set time. Me either. I would say this. If you know 
you know, what are you waiting for at times? Like, if you're in a situation where you're, let's say, out of college, because sometimes that, I'm trying to think of the best way to say it. I would tell you this, the, the longer you wait, the more difficult it becomes to do, to do it right. Absolutely. Um, that being said, you know, you want to give enough time for, to see them in different situations, to see them around family and friends, um, to see where their faith is, mm-hmm. all those kinds of things. So, you know, if you've been dating, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question beyond. It's, mm-hmm. that's, that's a weird question to me because it's like how you feel. It's almost, it's tough for me to answer that other than yeah. to say um, situations are different. I would say the longer you go, you would need to ask yourself why you're waiting so long and are you making it harder for yourself? to do the right thing and to approach the relationship in a holy and healthy way. That's holy mean H-O-L-Y. Yes. I think I, I 100% agree with you. I think that if you are dating somebody, if you are not actively seeking answers to if you're going to marry them or not, then you should If the goal married. isn't marriage, you shouldn't be exactly. with them. You know, if I, you're not thinking to yourself... You know, we're going to get married. I'm looking to marry this person. And as soon as you know whether you are or not, you should not be in a relationship. If you don't think you're going to marry that person, you mm-hmm. can't see yourself marrying that person in, we're not talking about in high school and stuff. After that, within a year, to you know, based on situation, mm-hmm. why are you dating them? Absolutely. And again, I understand that. People are going to say, Todd, look at you. Again, do I've learned a lot in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in a way, I can tell you this from better experience. Yes. Yeah, man. I agree. All right, well, that's all I got, man. Awesome. Hey, we see you guys. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> kidding. <laughs> you got anything to say? Um, thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I know we were a little little jumbly today, so hopefully you guys get something from it. Um, I love you guys. You know, you guys are the reason why we do this. Um, make sure you like, share this video, comment on it. And the more people see it, the more they get to hear about Jesus. So that's what we're all about. Love you guys and appreciate you. Yep, don't have much to add. You know where the link is up above, www or below or somewhere. www.theremnant.live slash real dash talk. Click the link, go down. You can submit a topic or question. We have a lot more to go through. We'll do it either this week in live or next week. Yep. Speaking of live, you can join us live on Facebook or YouTube this Thursday at 8.30 p.m. 8.30. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and we will be taking questions and comments live, have some fun, do giveaways. It's a good time. Heck yeah. Um, if you're interested in a little more, you know, what we believe as our, the church that sponsors us, you can go to www.theremnant.life. We also have our messages and our sermons online right. in a podcast and any podcast player through the Remnant Church. Fancy R. If you haven't liked or followed, please do. And if you're listening to this video or podcast and it's blessed you in any way, in any way, would you please help us out by sharing or uh, liking and all those kinds of things the link to the way you've listened to it and mm-hmm. watched it. And you can also donate anytime completely tax deductible at www.theremnant.live slash give. Hit the drop down box to Real, Real Talk and you can be assured that um, your donation goes right back into the show. Boom. Hey, we hope you guys have a great day. We love you so much. Keep praying for uh, us. Keep praying for our country. And remember, God is still God. Our King is still King. Mm. And uh, you know what? He wins. Have a great day and God bless you. Mm.